You're listening to No Hipsters Pod. Hey everybody, I'm Brenda Bush telling you to come down to Bush Toyota and take a look at our bush. We're 20 minutes from Atlanta, 20 minutes from the Cracker Barrel, and 20 minutes from that house where all those teenagers disappeared all those years ago today. We're 20 minutes from everywhere. Crack open a cold one and take one of our new Toyota Topangas out for a spin. We'll even let you show up late to pick up your kids from T-Ball in one of our new 2022 Toyota Tony Sopranos. No credit? No problem. As long as you have a doctor's note from your husband. But don't just take my word for it. I'm self-medicating. We're located right next to the abandoned Kmart across from the Putt-Putt Palace that's currently under investigation. One visit to Bush Toyota and you'll be saying, hey everybody, take a look at my bush. Episode 47, No Hipsters Pod. Your boy Ron Say, the founder of NoHipstersAllowed.com. And this week our co-host is my girl, Vani. Welcome back. What a do. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course, of course. Welcome back. And I see you're doing big things with Zoezi, the, the, the sports line, sportswear line. It is doing well. I actually just released my Soul Cycle collection today. And oh, wow. I'm like really excited. <laughs> wow. So, wait, so people can buy it at Soul Cycle? Yes, you can get it on Soul Cycle's um, e commerce website. Um, and I believe they are, are nationwide. Look at you. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. And also, you're actually uh, you're featured on Vogue sometime over the last I couple months featured on vogue on my birthday and it was such a surprise because you oh, know wow. it's my birthday and then i'm in vogue it was like a whole full circle moment for me look look at you look at you <laughs> I'm so i'm so happy for you i'm so proud Thank of you, you. And honestly and so as someone who owns two zoezi pieces like you're doing amazing work that just the quality is amazing so Keep on keeping on, you know? I will. I appreciate your feedback. And I hope that um, the next collection, I can see you in some more items. And then, you know, you can turn that two into four. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get to the topics. So a lot has happened this week. Um, And I guess top of mind for me and for a lot of people is Nicki Minaj and her loony claims about the COVID vaccine. So a couple of days on Twitter, basically, in so many words, announcing that she's an anti-vaxxer. I'm sure she thinks that that's not what she was doing, but like she, she just says, oh yeah, I'm hesitant, blah, blah, blah. She reveals that she actually caught COVID recently while she was preparing for the VMAs, and then tries to say that, you know, she, she tells us that Drake got a breakthrough case like that you know, absolves her of not getting vaccinated. And what? then, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, she, it's just a long, like, you know, a lot of tweets. She mentions Drake getting the vaccine. She says that, you know, she's, you know, she's not sure she wants to get it. And then she says that her cousin in Trinidad, her cousin's friend, to be exact, uh, got the vaccine and then his balls are swollen and that his fiance ends up calling her wedding off. And everyone is just like, what? Come on now, like sis, we know that that's an STD. My thing is, my thing that gets me about people who are anti-vaxxers or hesitant about it, their excuses are always so random. Or people right. who who probably have gotten it, who are, who are still like, you see, I got a headache now. It's because of the vaccine. Wow. Or I, I'm walking backwards. I'm blaming it on the vaccine. It's like... Just use your common sense. And I don't know how we got here, to be quite honest. I know this topic is about Nicki Minaj, but like it's it's what she's doing is amplifying these people that I'm mentioning. And it's not going to help us get out of COVID any quicker. You know, we have to work as a human unit, not just for self and what we think or how we feel. Um, because we're in a pandemic. This is not a small cold. This is things that, like, an actual virus that can kill you. So words mean things. And what she's saying 
is not helping anybody at all. And you were telling me earlier that the governments are after her. <laughs> Dr. Fauci, the head of NIH, uh, and probably the foremost epidemiologist in the world, responded to a question about her while he was on CNN. Pop star Nicki Minaj tweeted yesterday that she's not vaccinated. She's doing her own research. And then she shared an anecdote I found rather unbelievable, to be honest, about alleged side effects that her cousin's friend supposedly experienced in Trinidad. I wouldn't normally even ask you about this, but but Nicki Minaj has nearly 180 million followers on Twitter and Instagram combined. She's beloved by her fans. She's a huge talent, obviously. Her tweet was seized upon by vaccine opponents as some sort of evidence. I, I want you to address what she said, because for anyone out there who has any questions about this, Dr. Fauci, is there any evidence that the Pfizer, the Moderna, or the J&J vaccines cause any reproductive issues in men or women? The answer to that, uh, Jake, is a resounding no. There's no evidence that it happens, nor is there any mechanistic reason to imagine that it would happen. And now just a few hours ago, the health minister of Trinidad and Tobago, which is where Nikki was born, also just put out a statement. One of the reasons we could not respond yesterday in real time to Ms. Minaj is that we had to check and make sure that what she was claiming was either true or false. We did, we, and unfortunately, we wasted so much time yesterday running down this false claim. It is, as far as we know, at this point in time, there has been no such reported either side effect or adverse event. And what was sad about this is that it wasted our time yesterday trying to track down because we take all these claims seriously, whether it's on social media or mainstream media. I mean, Nikki needs to think about what she says. You know? She does. And it's unfortunate that it's gotten this far. You know, you would think that she would have people around her, but she also doesn't really have... I, I don't want to talk negatively about Nicki Minaj. Right. Everybody has... We, we are humans. We're all able to make our own decisions for, you know, for ourselves. And if she feels like this is how she's protecting herself, fine. Just don't say it to all these other followers who are just well, blindly following you. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Because the thing is, she has 22 million followers on Twitter. And so even if just 1% of her followers start acting based on the things that she says, that is like over 200,000 people, right? And uh, so that it's just it's really like it's dangerous and honestly my thing about people who are doing like research quote unquote is that they're they're lying for the most part anyone who's doing research in september of 2021 after we've had the vaccine for this long since the top of the year is a clown number one and a liar <laughs> and just an anti-vaxxer who's just not brave enough to say it with their chest like you really like there, there's there's no real reason to not take it. You know what I mean? And they I, always... They, I, I, every time I've spoken to someone who is against it or hesitant, they their, their sense just is not so common. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, so you went to school, you know you got back, you, we got tests, I mean, uh, our shots when we were younger, babies. Right. right. Um, before you can go to school in America, you have to have your shots. Nothing, there's no different than that. Than, and then my thing is, we're in a pandemic. Don't you, know, you want to get out of this thing? Right. I'm tired of having to wear my mask, to be quite honest. Like, I'm over it. I'm over COVID. 
Um, I've lost people to COVID. People close to me have had COVID. I, I just right. do not want to like have to deal with it anymore. So. Right, right. And what kills is that these people always kind of give themselves away when they start like offering random anecdotes, like the one Nicki Minaj shared, like, oh, my co- my cousin's friend in Trinidad. Like, it's always something random, always something that's probably a lie. And that's, that's just that's how you know that they're not really... You know, researching si- exa- exactly they're not that's because that's really the extent of their research some random story that isn't true right yeah um, and the point it's just honestly everything we know about Nicki Minaj I mean based on things that she's done and that she does we shouldn't be surprised that she is an anti-vaxxer I mean you have to remember that first of all she dated Meek Mill so um <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but a more serious Oh my note. god, I can't. <laughs> she, her, oh my god, I have nothing to say about being Mill, but he's not the he's not the brightest crayon in the box. Not but, at all. Um, but but on, on a more serious note, she's actually married to and has a child with someone who did almost four years in prison for attempted rape, and then did another seven years for first degree manslaughter, which was actually initially a second degree murder charge that was downgraded after a plea deal. So, I mean, listen, I'm sure everyone you know gets to pay. That's even to- worse to me. Well, I take jail any day. I'm sorry, he's fine. You know, at least he's trying to get stay out of jail. Right, right, right. <laughs> is just a crook and you know what's even worse the the whole part of him dodging um putting his name on the sex offenders list right and so he's like just shady i'm like Nicki minaj like you're a whole mogul like you're a you're a brand name you know what i'm saying why like i don't and love can never make me stoop to that level of yeah i mean the rapist and well the like oh my gosh right Oh. Right, right, right. But the story is that they're actually, uh, I guess, teenage sweethearts. That that's that's what I've read somewhere. And uh, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know about sweetheart. it. Who was, do you even remember your teenage sweetheart? Do no, I? no. That's bullshit. And so it's funny. A lot of people are just, of course, dragging Nikki. And one of the funniest things that someone said on Twitter was, she used to research why her husband can't go to Chuck E. Cheese, and I've been screaming. Ever since, no, not Chuck E. Cheese. They, yeah. Why can't she go to the VMAs? What? And that's because it was near the Chuck E. Cheese. And I'm like, yo, these Twitter investigators are ruthless. I, oh, that's what I is that? Be, is that a real thing? They actually mapped it out, my friend. Oh my goodness! They mapped it out. They were like, oh wait, what's around the VMAs that is like kid friendly? And there was boom, there's a Chuck E. Cheese right there. <gasps> Oh my Yeah, goodness. people are crazy. And I'm just like, who who thinks of that? Wow. <laughs> I cannot if I can never get spicy with anybody on Twitter. Okay. Oh yeah. I tell me, like you like honestly, just keep it simple on Twitter. Don't let people like look up your whole life. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I don't even have a I don't even have my picture as my Abby no more. Because I don't need nobody. I mean, I still post my picture, you know, here and there. If you want to go through my media, it's fine. But I'm right. just like down on just undercover yeah i mean i used to be but now that you know we're trying to do this whole media thing i kind of have to be out there so of course yeah you know you know we out here but yeah so yeah nikki it's just the whole thing's unfortunate and she's now like lashing out at the media for covering the things that she said and acting like they're twisting her words which is just crazy but i saw that i'm like girl you said it we caught you on 4k right 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 there like right there but like this i don't understand like i what I've heard about Nicki Minaj is that 
she's not very welcoming and she, I don't know. These this is hearsay. It's neither here yeah. nor there. But it just goes to say about like what kind of person she is. Like I wish she just gets it together um yeah. and tries to have some accountability and also educate herself on the vaccine so she could, you know, help other people around her and you know the people who follow her. Those barbs are pretty, you know, Spanish. Yeah. Right. But oh well, we'll we'll just keep our fingers crossed for Nikki and, and hope she's just raggedy ass husband. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, listen. I mean, even if she got divorced, she has a baby with him now, so they're kind of you know stuck together in the way. Let's talk about the versus that went down last night between Ja Rule and Fat Joe. And just let me start by saying that I think that was a bit of a mismatch <laughs> because I just don't know that they are in the same league. I mean, Jaru just has way more hits and much bigger hits. And it was obvious, like just based on what I saw, like Fat Joe just wasn't up to the task, right? And so uh Jaru won and yeah. But it was really entertaining. I thought everyone looked great. All the guest uh appearances, like you know, from you know Ashanti, of course, he had to sing songs with both guys and also Remy Ma looked good and Vita and Lil Mo like it was just really entertaining versus and yeah I enjoyed it what do you think well I have to admit I did not watch the versus okay um I I watched the one before that with oh. the locks and Dipset though that one I you want to yeah. talk about that one we can but <laughs> as, as far as as far as Ja Rule and Fat Joe come on now everybody knows that Ja Rule is 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 it? You right. know what I mean? Like I can th- I can name five songs from my childhood that like oh my that is Ja freaking rule. Right. Not to say that Fat Joe is not like it, but I can't. I no, can't no, of course see. we love Fat Joe, but it's yeah, just, we do it's love Fat same. Joe because even he's still current to this day. I, you know, I still play some of his um his songs to to his current music. You know, right now, but what I've seen and what people are saying, what the sh- the hip hop streets are saying. Is that Fat Joe tried to t- take the Jada Kiss approach, and he was playing like songs that you know people don't really know, none of his main hits. Mm-hmm. And of course, Ja Rule came out there, you know, with his actual, you know, you know, top ten mainstream Billboard records. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it wasn't a fair competition. Who At would all. you say would go against Ja Rule though? Um. Only because we have a real life feud, Fifty Cent. Um, and of of course Ja Rule I think would win again even though 50 Cent probably has the bigger hits just that I don't think 50 songs age really well like anytime I hear anything from 50's like first album actually the first two albums it just it all sounds so dated and just nothing that I would want to listen to today which I want to say about Ja Rule's music like all of that stuff aged beautifully yeah I think it aged beautifully because I mean not to take away from the the great um Curtis album, and you know what I'm saying. Like, the, I did. Ricky had his like his little reign. Don't get me wrong. You yeah, know? but um, candy shop. Anyways, right. What I love about Jairo's music is it's musical. Like his, me- he has melodies that right. he can also sing. He has a yep. nice raspy voice, right. and you he's a hell and of a hell of a. He's a great rapper. Well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he can actually rap. He's not corny. So. Right. Um, too bad what happened with Irv Gotti and, you know, the whole, his, um, record label going under and it just kind of, I sort of guess killed his career. Yeah. Well, Um, actually 50, I think 50 in many ways kind of killed, uh, his career because I think people just allowed 50 to get away with just ridiculing the whole Murder Inc, you know, 
entity and like kind of making fun of the way Jaru makes music. And then he goes and basically copies that style in the sense that all the, the singing, you know, candy shop and, you know, all like a whole bunch of songs, 50 cent is actually singing on it. So in many ways he made fun of Ja just only to copy his style. And it's funny, anyone who's listening to the podcast has probably go over this like four or five times at this point. And that's because I'm still very, very salty about Ja Rule <laughs> and how his I know you are. I know yeah. you love Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah. So. My, my other girlfriend, she's crazy. Like she had a whole versus party of, over him and she... <laughs> I think she probably has a cutout um, poster of this man child. I don't oh, wow. know. She loves that man, okay? But um, right. too bad that yeah. he, you know, Fat Joe couldn't really win that. But Jarro yeah. deserves to to take it home. Speaking of uh, mismatches, um, Jermaine Dupree kind of wanted to go head to head with Diddy and actually challenged Diddy on Twitter. And then Diddy responded in a disrespectful way, and he said, and I quote, he goes, beloved, you my nigga, but your arm's too short to box with God. You ain't got enough hits. I'll smash you with just Biggie and Mary, but I do have the utmost respect on you as a musical legend. Dre, the only one can get in the ring with me. Now, first of all, that's just, it's laughable, right? Because Jermaine Dupri literally has more hits than Diddy, has more hits than Dre, and actually has more hits than both of them combined. And I'm saying this as someone who has reviewed all of their discographies as producers earlier today. So it's it's please just, it's, educate me because that it, that's a that's a real serious statement to it, make. It, it like, is no listen, it is. I'm saying as far as like actual chart hits. Not, neither of them are seen Jermaine Dupri. Like it's not okay. Even close. Name 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 five chart hits then. Jermaine Dupri. School okay. Me. Well, for, oh well. First of all, we belong together. Okay, Mariah, Mariah Carey. Okay, shake it off. I'm okay, right. I'm another, just, I'm just, I'm just, another Mariah Carey. Burn by Usher. Confessions Part Two. You got it bad. Nice and slow. My way by Usher. You make me wanna. Escape. Understanding. Of the brat funkified, like it's just there's yeah, so but many... see, but like those are those are those are hits. Don't get me wrong, but like um, okay, okay maybe not maybe not against Dre, but I definitely feel like Diddy and Jermaine Dupri. I, I would see that matchup. I'm, I listen, could I'm see a... that matchup because listen. Diddy. Okay, Diddy. I feel like has. <sighs> His music, his songs are memorable. I don't right. know. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I actually made this point on Twitter. I, I feel like maybe Diddy doesn't have as many, but probably has more beloved songs, possibly. But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Biggie died and we're just, we now have a certain feeling towards his music yeah. because we, we no, lost him. Okay, that's fair. But I'm just like, yo, like, and that's coming from a hip hop connoisseur. I don't, I, like, I'm not out here gonna just say, oh, because he's dead, like, that's because it's no, no, no. better or not. No. If it's gonna sound good, it sound good. Right, right, right. But I, I just feel like if you go just discography against discography, I, just, I just don't feel like Diddy is even in the ballpark. Just the the range. I mean, we're talking like, you know, just even like keep on keeping on by mc light like all these like random hits all over the 90s crisscross jump jump like yeah but that's so but like my thing is the the thing that will probably um make it harder for him to win or give him a chance to actually have a good fight is the fact that diddy and dre have songs that are current to this um this 
gener- like this year. I mean, not this year, but like at least this decade. What Jermaine Dupree song did he produce in the last 10, 10 years? Wait, so did he has hits that he produced today? 10 years I, ago, within the last 10 years? Didn't okay. that, Danity Kane? Am I, the, okay. am I that old? Okay, okay. Well, right. oh, well, I get well, yeah. Well, Daddy, <laughs> first of all, Daddy Kane is the same time as like Confessions and all like them albums from the mid 2000s. So, I definitely think Diddy and Jermaine are as recent as far as like success is concerned. Actually, in fact, or maybe if you want to say, if you want to talk about recency, we could talk about the Dirty Money album from a decade ago, but I don't even think Diddy produced a lot on that album and also another thing which people have brought up today and um, you know I'll, and i'm willing to let it go but there have been rumblings for years that diddy doesn't actually produce much of what he's been credited for so i don't i mean yeah i was also gonna say that like he takes a lot of the executive producer credit because he just funds a lot of the project yeah i don't and, know if he is sonically and, sitting there pressing buttons like exactly dr I, I, dre or even timbaland would could do you know what i'm saying right so. I, I, I i don't think he is either but listen if he says he did it i'm willing to like let him have it but even with what he's credited for i don't think he's seen jermaine dupree and uh and i will give him this i think he has an ear for music so maybe he's not doing the production but he probably could hear a hit when he hears so yeah, or he can produce. He not, not um. He can give his feedback. You know, right, turn right. this up, turn that down. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. But, um, but yeah, we never know. Okay, he's the only person I feel that can go against Jermaine Dupri. You think so? Personally. Okay. Another. Uh, what other black producer? I mean, actually, I, I, I walk I, over I, all over him. So let's not over let's Jermaine Dupri. Yes. What? Timberland? Okay. So here's my thing. I think there's a, there's a fundamental issue as far as like. Jermaine Dupree and how he's perceived and I'm not even sure what it is I think it, I, I think me personally I think that it might be because he's really short and so people just don't really no, like, that's respect not it. or maybe he's not as wealthy as these other people no so, that's like, not it either what let it's me tell you what it is let me tell you it? what it is okay out of all of those producers you just named mm-hmm. whose song are you mo- are you likely to hear first and then first. second First, where? On the radio. Let's say you you just you just landed in New York. Okay, not even New York. That's bad because of course he might be playing right Diddy songs. Yeah. Okay, let's go somewhere neutral. Chicago. Who are they I, playing first? On the it, radio, on the, it, on the on the mainstream music top forty. They're not playing. They're not playing actually, Jamaican pre first. Actually, you. But you, that's, here's the thing. I feel like maybe people don't even know what he's responsible for. Like okay, even I, I was actually going to talk about this later in the show, but I guess it's it's worth bringing up now. Ari Lennox's song that she just dropped out, which is amazing, called "Pressure." JD produced that, co-wrote and produced that, and so actually he's he has a current, you know, song on the radio, right? But even as far as like old stuff, I think people don't realize just how much of like wh- how wide his reach is. I mean, so many songs. Okay, like. I guess a good example would be Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey, which doesn't sound like a JD production, but he did that, right? I know he worked on that on that album Heavy. He so, him and her are great together. Yeah. So it's like so many different like people need to like listen. I'm I, not I'm not discrediting Jermaine Dupree. I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm just saying there always has to be a number two. There cannot always be a number one. It's impossible. Right. And I mean, if, you, if you go and, on, a, if you press the radio in any state, any to, any urban radio station, 
Jermaine uh-huh. Dupree's music is probably not the first that you'll hear before mm-hmm. Dre or or um what's the other guy Timbaland and even Diddy who may not even be in there really producing but for the sake of time I'm just saying me personally I love Jermaine Dupree but he might not be the first but he's mm. great can we agree mm. to disagree on there can we disagree yeah. disagree yeah. Right, listen <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it right there we'll leave it right there I disagree like very very strongly but we'll, we'll leave it there and actually I hope I hope the matchup happens and I really hope he even just take the time to like read everything that he's done people really think Diddy is like on this other level and he just isn't you know the just that's just not what the facts are but well let me ask you this what did Jermaine Dupree say back when he when Diddy said that rude rude shit to him actually I don't think there's because I've been checking his page and I haven't seen a response but you know now that you bring it up let's let's check one more yeah there, there's been no direct response he did uh make a tweet like an hour or two after this said, don't nothing get straightened, but straightened, which is a Migos lyric. And so I'm not sure if that was directed at Diddy or not, but there's been no direct response. And meanwhile, just, I feel like just that whole, your arms are too short, which is completely uncalled for, but yeah. that was weird. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let, let's move on. We can talk about this forever. Like I, I'm <laughs> very, very, very bothered by this whole conversation, how people are, are disrespecting the King that is JD, but We'll move on. Let's talk about the Met Gala, which happened, uh, what what was it? Two days ago. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, the 13th. Yeah, it was two yeah. days. Yeah, two days ago. Um, and uh, it's the first in two years because, of course, it didn't happen last year because of the pandemic. And it also didn't happen uh, in May of this year, which is, typically happens first Monday of May. And, you know, it, it didn't happen then either. So, um this is an off-cycle Met Gala, and the theme was American Independence. Uh, I don't think anyone was on theme, but that's fine. Uh, a lot of people look good. I thought Zoe Kravitz uh, looked best, uh, and um, Haley Seinfeld looked good as well. Normani looked good. Regina King, Mary J. Blige, Sweetie. Yeah, she's Mary J. Blige. Mm, Sweetie gave me... The same thing she wears all the time. She, I'm sorry. That's that. Well, I mean, it's good though. I mean, it's in another color, and it's the same <laughs> oh, thing. Wow. Okay, it's just like regular. <laughs> I love her body though. She's fine as hell. Well, yeah, for sure, um, for sure. And I love what they did with her hair. You know what I'm saying? She she can always serve in face and body, but let's let's give me some something else. You know, yeah, another damn. cutout dress is just kind of damn. I don't know. But my favorites it- were Jeremy Pope. Um, I don't oh. know if, if you saw Jeremy Pope's. Um, Wait, hold up. Let me for, let me add. My last uh, best dress was Iman. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yes. I but. saw Iman when I was scrolling on my Twitter feed. Um, Vogue was, you know, obviously doing a live streaming, and I saw her, and I was like, "Is that Iman?" Because at first I was like, you know, she had that large crown in right, right, right. of her face. I was like, well, first I was like, "Is that Beyonce?" But you know, <laughs> I can't really tell. Because all I saw was brown skin, blonde hair, you know? Right. Um, but obviously it was Iman. And she's like and 68. She's so gracious and she's so beautiful. And I really, really love how her and the designer both like kind of matched each other, you know? Because he also had a crown too. But she just, right. she stole the show for me personally. Everybody else could have just went home. Ah. Um, Everybody else could just stay home. She she did the thing. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, Jeremy Pope is my favorite. Um, really, my I, favorite. I, 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 I miss. I actually love... just. I, I look. I'm looking him up now because you said that, and th- this was your like. Are you are you being serious? This... <laughs> Let me tell you why I liked it. <laughs> like, because just... what the designers like <laughs> description. <laughs> You are such a hater. <laughs> <laughs> what the, is this? It's the yes, extra honey. laugh for me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Wow. I liked him because it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me, give me something that's not a suit and freaking tie. You know, like even Lewis Hamilton. You know, it. I don't know what the veil around his yeah, legs were yeah. doing, but <laughs> it's, at least it just wasn't basic Tom Ford suit. You know, I love a nice tuxedo, but it's the Met Gala and it's you're supposed to be different. And I loved what Jeremy Pope and the designer did there. It was okay. like an ode to, you know, black slavery. Um and he talked about how his, he's a his he's a descendant of slavery and um the shoes that Jeremy Pope is wearing is supposed to be um how black people were treated like as cattle. Um, you know, so there's like meaning to like everything that he's wearing. I know it looks different and it's probably not the best, but I love the meaning behind it. Yeah. Um, who else looks hot? Megan Fox looked bad to me. I love the red on her. She's always like wearing something dark. So I love the color and it was just subtle. And um, I'm not sure who designed her dress, but she looked good to me. Okay. Um, who else? There was another model who just stood there, Alton something. His face is so beautiful. Um, but yeah. Okay. That's all I can remember. Mm, gotcha, Rihanna gotcha. could have stayed home. This yeah. Her face was giving me everything. Her face was, was never uh, not giving. But I was yeah, yeah, I was I was actually I was really? about to get to my worst my worst stress, which I mean, of course, Naomi Osaka, Timothy Chalamet, both of whom were co-chairs. And then of course ASAP Rocky. Rihanna looked crazy, which is it's Unfortunate because she's like considered the queen of the Met Gala, and so people were really waiting for her. And then she showed up in that. Yeah, and then, she got a new stylist. So okay, she used to fire That's that stylist. Happens. And then ASAP Rocky, ASAP <laughs> Rocky killed me because he had that blanket over him, and then like threw it off like he had this bomb ass outfit under it. And he right, you should have seen Rihanna's face. She was probably like. Just you know, like that's my man. I'm gonna stick beside him. Oh yeah, no, she was like cheering him on. Like it's it was hilarious. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, they 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 both yeah they both failed the assignment. I loved um Hallie and Chloe's um subtle looks. I don't really know. Maybe actually no, Hallie looked better to me. Not sure who the designer was again, but um I don't know that was really on theme either. What was the what was the theme again? American Freedom. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, actually, you know what? Let me. It's actually. Actually, I said American independence earlier, but that's actually because a lot of people have said that. But it's really in America, a lexicon of fashion. And so I'm not really sure what that means. I don't um, know what that means either, child. <laughs> but that was, that, was, uh, that was the Met Gala theme. I'm actually looking it up. Alexa of fashion. Two part. Yeah. It's a two-part exploration of fashion in the United States. 
man i don't know but yeah that was the exactly theme. yeah right that was the theme and i think i don't th- i mean i think people were as confused as we were because everyone just looked like they were coming to different events but yeah right. at, like you said chloe and hallie did look good i think hallie had the better dress she's one that had the pink uh yes she did with the ro- fringe yeah with the rolling on yeah. the river look yeah yeah that was cute did you yeah. just say <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah, she looks you, cute, and her I mean, you get, you get what I mean. That you got. I know it. what you mean. I know what you mean. You're so silly, right? But uh, um, Jennifer Lopez looked like the cowboy, but I just didn't like her shoes because they were silver. I feel like somebody dropped the ball on her shoes, but she damn. looked good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and she has like Ben Affleck everywhere with her now, which interesting. At first, I was against it, but I'm just like, you know what? If I'm 50 and I want to be dibbling and dabbling and I look like that, listen, hey, I will have the right cameras on. following me everywhere, too. Live your best <laughs> life, sis. Of course, of course. But I yeah. can't believe she's in her 50s and she's, she yo, amazing. Jennifer Lopez is she a witch. A yeah, she clearly has a deal with the devil. I mean, you know, there was actually like a blind item many years ago that claims that she actually does like voodoo, but um. <laughs> I was joking when I said that. I, 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 I have a lot of respect for her. Yes. She looks really good. She, I know she quits in a lot of time and to, oh, no. to look like that. Of course, <laughs> so, oh, no, I'm, I'm not. Let me not spread those rumors, okay? Yeah, Do let not me, put let... a hex on me, Miss Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> oh no because i don't doubt that she really does like put it work <laughs> i'm just saying that at once upon a time there was a, a blog that did you know try to start I, I, it probably was false but yeah oh That's, my god that was a, that was that was a thing once upon a time <laughs> let's move on and talk about chloe's new song and video uh of course chloe and hallie uh chloe's older sister um and she is now going solo um and she put out a song called have mercy and it was an interesting one um the video is very very um it's very sexy um it is how old is she again she's that's the thing she's 23 people keep and i think that's why she goes to these extremes is that people think of her and her sister as kids but they're grown women, and I think that that's they why she's going grown. out. Yeah, and so she's now going out of her way, so you guys understand that she's not a baby. Like, which, I mean, and I get it, right? I'm but, here for it. The video is sexy, though. I had to rewind that thing, like, damn, girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Whoa. She, yeah, she looked really good. That, it, it I, was, I love it because, let me tell you why. When I was her age, I was, I was so afraid to be sexy. Like, if anyone called me sexy, I would feel some type of way. Hmm. Um, because I didn't want to be viewed as just, like, a sex symbol. So for her to own it just shows, like, a great deal of confidence and security that she has in herself and in her, in her womanhood. And I applaud it. I'm here for it. She looks amazing. Yeah. There's been a lot of debate about the video. People saying she did too much. I, I Listen, I, as long as she's sincere and this is what she really wants to do, and I think that's fine. There, there are parts of it that made me like, oh, like this, I mean, this, this seems maybe like forced, for lack of a better term. Like the poom poom pat I thought was, I was like, oh, wow, like... You don't think she really is like that, though? Like, how do you teach somebody to do? You don't teach them. My thing about being sexy and being freaky is, like, you can't teach freaky. That's, like, something that's Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like sis is just ready to just, like, really just show her other side and explore this part of her. And, you know, maybe it is a little raunchy, but... 
it's interesting. Listen to the lyrics of WAP. You know, it's like yeah. it's just like the WAP visual. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny, and I hate to say this because someone did make this point when I was talking about this video recently, and she says like, "Oh, like you know, it's believable with Cardi and Megan," but I'm like, "Why?" It's like this is part of the problem, right? Is is people seeing her as this innocent person, and and that's probably why she feels the need. Because why is it so believable with Cardi and not with her? I mean, she's not that much younger, right? So, um, I don't know. Uh, listen, I'm happy for her either way. I thought her MTV performance was interesting. The VMAs actually happened this past week. And um, Chloe performed the song live for the first time. And uh, it was, you know, it, it was interesting. Uh, she's definitely, like, you know, a graduate of the Beyonce, you know, Academy of Live Performance. And I, I, I like what she does. But you know, I think maybe. What maybe do you mean the, by it was interesting? Like they're just like the same way I said. Like the video sometimes is like, oh, like okay, like it's it's just, and I don't want to say force because I don't want to be like those people who are saying that she's forcing it. But there are parts of where it's like, uh, do we have to? Like, did you have like the fake licking of the microphone at the end of the performance? I thought was eh. But, oh okay, well. but my thing is, so is it just not believable on her because you've seen her be child actress, Disney star, whatever? Right, right, right. Long? Is that maybe I, it? Because, again, you can't teach freaky. I don't feel like somebody yeah, can act I, like a freaky person. Of course not. And, so, and I feel like I'm contradicting myself, right? Uh, but, I, I, listen, I, I'm at, either way. I'm happy for her. I think she looks amazing. Did you see, did you, I don't know if you saw this, um, and now people have been talking about this, and we probably shouldn't talk about it at all, but unfortunately, <laughs> people have. At the end of the performance, you could see that, like, it looked like her tampon was sticking out. First of all, as a woman, for, for her to have done all of that and be on her period, that's a goddess right there. Like that Amen. queen shit because I can barely go down to the grocery store and it's a flight of stairs down in my apartment when I'm on my period. So she did all of that. And y'all are looking at her tampon string and y'all are paying attention to the wrong thing. It's normal. It's like, what were we supposed to do with it? Maybe she uh, just could have maybe taped it. I don't fucking know, but I'm sorry. It's a curse. But, but I, listen, I'm I'm only I saw that, because- and I just hate when people talk about periods as if it's this disgusting, gross thing. We, you know, it happens every month. It's just part of our like human nature. It's our bodies, and it's like sneezing. You can't like not sneeze. You know, right? right. You, you, yeah. It's like you gotta breathe. I, I like. I, let's see. I, I just <laughs> I saw it. And I'm like, eh. I guess you know whatever. Like it's she's human, right? And, and like you said, this is a part of, of every woman's life. But um, yeah, it was trending on Twitter, which is the only reason why I'm even bringing it up at all. But yeah. No, I saw that. I saw it. And I feel like the, um, the the most disheartening part about it is when she didn't even acknowledge it. Great. Is, it was and another she, and woman she who have posted to. it. No, no, no okay. she shouldn't have to. But you know how like other celebrities like Cardi B, you know, were like... Has I don't even I don't even know how Cardi has a time to be quite honest. She, but she used to be going back at all these random people on Twitter. So, but you know, Chloe definitely didn't really acknowledge that because sometimes she does respond to people on there. Um, but the woman who posted the the tampon string, I'm like, sis, why you you playing for the wrong team now? I mean, like, is you, like you 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 should already know. Like I Wait. saw that and I was like, wow, she did all of that and she was on her period. Well, here's the thing. And and listen, and and I was, I've read quite a few tweets about this, and some people say like it it, it wasn't a tampon at all. But 
it was definitely like it was like I was amazed at the amount of conversation there was about this on Sunday. So I will. People he, always listen. like when when other people are not happy or or looking like something embarrassing happens. It, I don't understand why people are like that. Right. Oh well. Anyway, we support Chloe in this house, so we do. To her. Winners and losers, Vani. Since you are the guest, I will let you go first. Losers. Um, losers, I would say, is the Republican Party for wasting California um, yes. with taxpayers' money. Um, like it was like over two hundred million dollars, and Governor Newsom like really like he won yeah. the recall in like fifteen minutes. What a waste <laughs> of time and money! Right? For what um, he, he won yeah. with it? He won with a larger margin than he did in 2018 and actually they wasted 276 million dollars in taxpayer money so please pull them yeah. out you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i like for me as a person i live in california it was just i was i was nervous don't get me wrong because i would hate for us to um to have uh, our abortion rights um taken away or just like a, a body autonomy you know what i'm saying um, just our freedom to just be ourselves here. So I'm glad that he won. And yeah, so they're the losers. Winners, I would have to say the winner is me. Uh, of course. I'm proud of myself as a winner. Um, Amen. I, I overcame a, large, a huge battle. Um, every entrepreneur knows the feeling of, you know, crossing that, that like goal list. Like I have a major collaboration out right now. Um, so I would just have to like give a toast to myself cause I don't get a lot of time to sit in and be present in my achievements. So mm-hmm. I would say I am going to crown myself today and take it in. I love it. I love it. Of course. And you deserve. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So my losers, uh, my first will be, like you said, California, but more specifically, Larry Elder, who's been angling to like, you know, lie to people that recall election was stolen. But anyways, (laughs) I I, I think you've covered that already. And then my second loser will be Fat Joe, because he referred to Lil Mo and Vita as dusty bitches uh, during the versus yesterday. I need to save you. This is fucking pathetic. You yo, got all go. the mother dusty bitches hey, yo, back let's there, John. Let's go. Hold on. Yo, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't, let's not go hey, yo, back. I didn't see nobody come. Y'all seen somebody come out here with me? Oh, them dusty bitches. I've been either. I've been either. You got to go somebody. to the crack house to find them bitches. Hold on. But let me tell you something, crack. I heard you say something about. I heard you say something about I ain't had a hit. Or Please I ain't made no records. In 10, 10 records or whatever. Yeah. I love that song, baby. Shit you like gotta, like you gotta feed these girls something, man. All you gotta, night, nigga. You gotta feed these girls some All food, night, God damn, that's what I mean. My bitches is rich, man. You gonna get these motherfuckers? It was just like a weird, wildly inappropriate statement, wildly insulting statement, and just, just a weird thing to say by someone who knew that he was losing the, the whole battle. So yes, Fatchos was, and then he later like brings out like Birkin bags for Ashanti and 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 Remy Ma. Like that's like that's a word there for it. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, it was definitely. First like, of all, Dusty <laughs> bitch. Like I, I, I'm just still stuck on that. Like he actually said that. Like yeah, oh yeah, he definitely. In this 2000 and whatever year. Twenty what right in the now? year year of our Lord 2021, he said that. He just send the flood. Oh my right, God. right now, send the meteor right now. Oh yeah. 
that happened. So yes, unfortunately, uh, Facho gets the uh, the loser badge, and then uh, my last loser, of course, uh, with no surprise, will be Nicki Minaj for just embarrassing herself, embarrassing her fans, spreading misinformation, definitely just being just basic on the internet, and it's just crazy that someone who's as wealthy as she is, well traveled, has access, like she can literally get like all like she could get Dr. Fauci to call her personally if she wanted to because she's that famous and that powerful that she, if she wanted the, the foremost you know epidemiologist in the world to speak to her personally about the vaccine and why it is good and safe and necessary she could do that but instead she chose to spread crazy ridiculous lies on the internet and of basically is risking people's lives by talking about her, a random cousin's friend in in, in trinidad supposedly he has got swollen balls from the vaccine like the whole thing oh. is just it's it's a mess and it's um, a mess yeah I, I hope she she is a bit more thoughtful uh when she speaks about the vaccine in public and yes. then my winner uh i have to say my winner would be ari lennox uh because that song i, I didn't want to mention it earlier but i did but that that song pressure is the best thing she's ever done and yeah, I love Ari. I, and i really hope she like gets to enjoy the kind of success that she deserves the song is amazing the video is amazing it's literally the best thing she has ever done and so ari lennox is my when actually my first winner and my second winner uh i will say is drake because she just broke a whole bunch of records this week uh, yeah, he, he had like six number one, I mean, like six top, whatever, yeah, on the not, charts, right? Actually, nine uh, songs in the oh. top 10, which is the first, the first time anyone has occupied nine spots in the top 10 at the same time. So that's a record. And then he also, yes. he tied the Beatles. Cause so in April, 1964, the Beatles had the number one, number two, number three, number four, and number five song at the same time, which Drake also has right now. And then a bunch of whole bunch, he extends his record of top 10 hits to, uh, to 54, which is by far more than anyone else. The runner up is Madonna who has 38 uh, top tens. Uh, he now has a fifth debut at number one tying with Ariana Grande. He has like, like just the most debuts in the top 10 ever 39 like he's just a whole bunch of records i think drake is a just beast and a commercial powerhouse and i think it's clear that he wins the battle uh against kanye west money as always this was a blast and i, I love just, it i hope i hope you come back and, and before <laughs> we leave let the people know where they can find you on social media and also where they can find zoezi in stores Yes, I actually will be back um, soon. Um, and you can find Zoezi online, zoezisport.com. That's Z-O-E-Z-I, sport.com. Um, and you can get our new collection on SoulCycle's website, soulcycle.com. And I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Sport, And my personal is I am Vonnie B, V-O-N-N-E-Y, the letter B. Love it, love it, love it. Episode 47, No Hipsters Pod. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.